Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. talk all things horror and bring you the biggest horror movie news i'm your host mike c and we're back at it again this week in our brand new studio we have a brand new 8122 production studio and this is our first show in it so we are very excited and uh to join me in my excitement this week he's my co-host he is the man that likes to take long walks on the beach gazing at the stars and helping old ladies cross the street Everybody say hello to Rich. That's right. And uh, that used to be my prof- my exact profile for like uh, Plenty of Fish. I is can that, see that. Is that still a thing? I, I don't, don't know. know. I hope so. I, I, well, I, I, don't, I don't need that anymore. Of course, I'm happily married now. But that was that, that's how I landed my, we should my wife. We probably get Derek. Yeah, we probably, uh, I think he's on a bunch of other sites, but we can't talk about those sites here. No. They're a little more risque. They're a little risque. Yeah, yeah. Scientologists wouldn't like oh, that. Oh, no. The Scientologists would definitely not like that. He's, he's getting that a lot lately, by the way. We keep nailing him with the Scientology talk. So I got him over the weekend. I know. I, I saw it. The yeah. good singer. You know, we continued on on the uh, flagship Three Fenders podcast as well. Yeah. So to, to check that out if you want to hear uh, him get tight. <laughs> he, he tightened right up. Uh, so, yeah, we've been zinging him. And I even saw him the, even, even the people Even the people on the internet uh, through the uh, YouTube, or not YouTube, sorry, through the Facebook and Twitter pages have been getting at him lately, too, about good. it. So it's kind of fun. We're, we're having a lot of fun with him and his fear of Scientology. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now the Horror Zone's getting in on it. The whole family. Exactly. The, the whole 8122 Productions family is in on uh, making fun of Derek's, uh, <laughs> not fear of the religion of Scientology, but actual Scientologists. Yes. So yes, if you want to check that out, it's kind of funny to watch him squirm. He's also scared of clowns and dolls and mascots and yeah, girls too. He's, he's he's scared of everything. He's a little scared. He's scared. He's We've scared. Of, he's, he's pretty afraid of everything. That's why we make him go see <laughs> horror movies. And eventually, he'll be on uh, when we just start doing some more YouTube stuff for this channel. I feel like we have to get his reaction on this channel. So you guys will probably get to meet Derek, aka Diesel, hashtag Big Natty Cool himself, uh, through our YouTube uh, stuff. He, he probably will never be on this podcast. Maybe. He might he's, be able he's to get too him afraid. In. I think he'd be afraid just to hear about. Well, you know, if if we do get when when and when we get the interview with uh, Alyssa Leonard, yes, he, he might want to come in for that. I'm afraid to have him here for that. <laughs> I am too because that'd probably be the oh, last time we could, have a guest. She could probably take him. But I think she could. I, I think she could handle her own. But yeah. I, I'm just saying, he's just she's gonna, a tough girl. You don't have to worry about it. He's not going to say anything. He's just going to get stage fright and just be creepy. Yeah, and tighten up again. And and once again, you know, they, that would take your spot. Though. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know. I, one of us has to do the interview. It might as well be me. <laughs> Why not? I'll just kind of sit in the corner. <laughs> All right. So missing this week is our friend Ron. Uh, the studio is no longer owned by Ron. No, no. Uh, so he actually couldn't make it this week. But we just want to say we miss you, Ron. We love you. We'll be over for dinner later. Yes. But the big the, the big move is uh, we are now at the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. Uh, Dragon Master Games is a sponsor, a longtime sponsor of 8122 Productions. Uh, we partnered with them to get this lovely space that we're still have to decorate and stuff. So it's, it's kind of real 
base i said it before it's the walls are still gray and uh you know we still gotta hang up stuff and get stuff on the table and we got a lot of stuff going on in the near future decoration wise but we're in here recording which is yes. awesome and it Very just gives excited. us a really awesome store and we'll be doing some cool stuff here as well we've done it uh, in the past for the three fat nerds i know we want to do some horror zone movies and stuff like that and we have a big huge venue here uh if you will to uh you know have the house some things so i i know one of my first goals is uh uh, in the near future, so stay tuned. I'm gonna peek behind the curtain. I want to do an April Fool's Day watch along, watch movie yeah. night here at at, at uh, Dragon Master Games because I think that anybody who wants to come and we want to invite everybody. We're gonna have like a, we, we might do some horror movie nights here. Yeah, I and think that's, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be awesome. You know, uh, you know, probably be on a weekend night. You know, something to do in the 607, or if you want to travel here. Uh, t- unfortunately, for you listeners in Algeria, unless you really want to pay for that flight to watch a movie with us, which we'd love you to do that if you want to. Uh, if not, uh, we're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to just hear about it online. But yeah. trust me, we will do some uh, live podcasting and stuff so you guys can see what's going on. But big things, and this is a great move overall for us as Eight One Two Two Productions and uh, Horizon Six Zero Seven Two. Yeah, we're moving on up very quickly. All right, so we'll get to some of the news this week. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about, um, we, we weren't on the air last week because we were moving. Yes. Uh, so some of this news is stuff I wanted to talk about last week but wasn't able to. So the movie Brightburn, um, we're going to be talking more about this movie because we've both seen it. Yes. So we're both going to kind of review it and talk about that later when we talk some horror. Yes. Oh, um, no, that's not going to... Well, yeah, I think I guess it'll be one of the talking horror kind of, segments. Yeah. yeah. This, I, I'm going to call... I'm, we should call that more the Horror Zone 607 review segment. Yeah. we got a couple things coming up, but that'll be definitely uh, after the first break, you guys will hear that. Yeah. To, for our opinions on it, which I think we both uh, were very night handy on it. You'll, yeah. You'll be impressed. Was, and I still want to write a review for it. Yeah. Again, I've just kind of been... I think it, I think it, I th- to write. Honestly, I think it deserves it, Mike. I think you could be the savior of this movie. Yeah. If, if, you, if you do it, because we're in trouble with this. Go ahead. Ahead. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was going to talk about. So it opened uh, about two weeks ago, and uh, very extremely disappointing numbers at the box office. Uh, opening weekend, it only made $7.5 million here in the States, uh, $15.3 million globally. So that was total, including the States. Um, so not good. Um, you know, I... I it was up against Aladdin in its first weekend. John Wick 3 was still doing well. Pikachu was still doing well. Avengers was still doing well. I was hoping in week two it would make some more money. Not so much. It only made an additional $2.3 million this past weekend. Yeah, but it was up against Godzilla. It was up against Godzilla, So, um, as well as Ma. Yeah, yeah. which um, was surprising, and that did well in the box office. I think 21 uh, Yeah, Ma made million? $21.1 million, finished in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla came in at number one uh, at the box office this weekend, making 47.8 million here in the states and another 130 million dollars internationally for a total of 177.8 million well godzilla was in that chinese market and they love big monster movies they love that kaiju style like that's why we keep getting pacific rim uh uh sequels because it does so well in china china like, too yeah, the, oh I yeah know, well, china, japan it's got to well, be huge J- japan it does well but china is huge into like they love big monster movies so yeah. like i'm not surprised that, that they did over 100 million worldwide because probably most of that for godzilla was once again it's a great movie and i'll talk about that also in the second yeah segment, i haven't seen it you so haven't seen i know it, but i have. have i'm gonna it won't be there will be no uh spoilers i'm just gonna kind of give a little shoot overall bit it. but uh yeah it's it's uh definitely not surprising there i'm just surprised brightburn didn't do a little better yeah and uh, you know one of the points i wanted to make with this i one of the questions I want to ask you, um, do you think it would have performed better with a fall release, like, say, September, October? Because the movie, and we, again, we're going to review it later. 
I'm just going to tell you, that movie was freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll go into a full one, but I agree with you. It was really good. I, I watched it this morning again uh, just to make sure. So I went to the theater by myself, and I had a private showing, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I do want to I, – I, here's the thing. I think movies are changing. I don't think it would matter if it was in the fall or not. And I'm, this is why. I think right now there's just so much content being put out in the world, which is an awesome thing. And there's so much to consume that you're seeing movies more of an even and lower. The only thing that's really breaking $100 million anymore are the big budget Marvel movies. That's yeah. it. And Star Wars. So Star Wars and Marvel are the only things. I remember when the Solo movie came out. And uh, people were like, oh, man, $117 million. It's a bomb. And now... I'm look at Aladdin, who in the first week only made ninety million. Right. So, and then the second week it fell off even further down. It was, I think, it was in second place behind. Uh, it, was, it was only a little over twenty five million, which I mean, it's cool. It made over a hundred million. I think we just need to do take a step back, and because of all the movies and all the content that are coming out, I think you're going to have to judge movies differently. Right. And I hope that studios adapt to that and don't go, oh, well, let's pull the plug on a great franchise because i'm sure we'll get into that when we do the review let's not pull something that could be a franchise also we let's look at other avenues let's look at like netflix and let's look at amazon they're releasing big budget movies on their and their streaming sites yeah so i mean that's also another avenue you can go into so you're competing against a lot of content because you're competing against these big movies like i said in the last in the two weeks that it's been out you have you know john wick who was king of the box office for a week you had you know aladdin you had you know avengers endgame was still making some a few million dollars in there you know and then this week godzilla you know made a bunch of money in ma out of nowhere making you know 21 million so good for them but I just think that the days of you know judging a movie by over a hundred million dollars are gone because I think that your hundred million dollar movies are just going to be gigantic Marvel films in Star Wars probably, which is unfortunate, forward. but it makes sense. Yeah, but you know what? There's a secondary market in streaming and stuff, so I don't I don't know how they get paid at studio level for that, but I feel like that this movie still could do well not in the studio. So. I hope that, like I said, in the review, teasing the review, I know, I know, but I hope they go in that direction. I do, too, because, you know, it it really left it open. uh, And again, we'll get into more of this when we when we do the review, but they really left this open for a franchise. Yeah. The dark cinematic universe. of Superheroes. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I, I personally believe or would like to believe that it would have done better if it came out in the fall because the movie, again, I don't want to give away too much now because we're going to talk about it later, but it was a slasher movie. Oh, yeah. It was a slasher movie. Absolutely. But here's the thing. I Put it in the season. But here's the problem. Now there's so much stuff that comes out that even in the fall it's going to get lost in the shovel of big budget movies because in the fall you got to remember it chapter two comes out in the fall yeah uh, but it's like, I'm just season. going off the top of my head I mean I understand it's the season but it doesn't matter if you're still going up against a juggernaut the, the problem well, yeah. is you're going up against a juggernaut it it chapter two is going to make close to 100 million dollars it's going to be that 75 to 90 million dollar movie if easy. not more if not more that might even break the hundred million I think it's going to break hundred only because the first one was so good and I think it did a Originally in the theaters, the first week, I think it, that the it chapter one did like seventy seventy five. I could I be wrong. It was seventy seven. But then, and it, half, maybe? then the next week, it only fell a little bit yeah. because the word of mouth got people going. Oh man, you have to see this movie. Well, it finished so, with over two hundred and fifty million dollars. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. With that word of mouth, it kept it still making a good amount of money in week two because right. people went to go see it after people were like, oh, you got to see this movie. Right. So all those people who were week one, week two warriors last week are going to be all week one this week. Yeah. They all want to, this year, sorry, because they all want to see chapter two. They want to see the story end. Yeah. And, you know, again, it is a sequel. You know, it's going to be sequels are a lot of times like these big movies. 
Their sequels are making more money. I don't call it a sequel, though. This is chapter two. Well, you and know. I, and I, and I, understand I, mean, that, I understand the reason why you said but it's a whole story. I mean, yeah. let's, let's think about it. The, the, the rest of the story. It's a saga. And when yeah. you do a saga, there's not really a sequel. Right. That's why usually that, that shines. My point is, is the second movies that come out, you know, when there's something else, they're making more money. When they're making big money with the first oh, one, yeah. they're yeah. making more when the sequels, or in this case, second well, chapter. Well, look at how much money Infinity War made, and then look how <laughs> much money uh, Endgame made. Exactly. And I mean, I'm obviously Marvel's going to make money anyways, but think about it. They outsold Infinity War's uh, first week in pre-sales. Right. So that should tell you just, you know, it's just how it is. The second movie, if the first movie's good, people are going to come see the second one. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely. why I think, regardless, of, I know your feelings and you didn't like Halloween 2018, but <laughs> I, I'm sure that's going to do a hell of a box office when the sequel to that comes out because it made a hell of a box office and a lot of people liked it. You were in the minority. <laughs> Let's be honest. I really was, and I accept that. You know, I... I posted on uh, my own personal Facebook page over the weekend. You probably saw it. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, I watched it again Sunday night because it's hit HBO. Um, and I watched it again. It was the third time now I've seen it. And first time I watched it, when I did my original review, 2 out of 10. When I watched it a second time, when a friend let me borrow it, when it came out on video, I was like, hey, you know, maybe a 3 out of 10. You know, there were some things. Yeah, whatever. When I watched it again the other night, I was like, no. No, this movie is complete garbage. I wish I could have given it a <laughs> 0.5 out of 10. Which uh, a coworker of mine saw. He goes, "Why did you up it to a five out of 10? I was like, "No, that was a point five. Oh, jeez. So, I think it's just a complete garbage. Whatever. That's <laughs> besides the point. Um, so moving on, um, there was a teaser that came out for the new Child's Play movie. Are we excited for Child's Play? Uh, I'm now excited for Child's Play. And then I got to see the trailer again, which I saw on a smaller screen. I got to see it on the big screen when I went to see Brightburn. And yeah, I think I, I think I'm taking taking. A, I don't know. I, I'm still not thinking that this is. I I, I don't want to get my hopes up too high. I should say. Yeah, but, me either. But I do think now I'm going to go see it at least. Yeah, it doesn't look as bad as we all thought it was going yeah. to. It might end up being a complete right, right. You know, that's why a, I said a shiny I'm, turd. But. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but yeah. I'm going to actually go see it now. Right. Well, June 21st, it's coming out, and there's more and more little teasers that they're putting out. And uh, just yesterday, well, this would be Tuesday. Um, there was a, a, a teaser that they titled Peekaboo, and it was pretty much, it was Andy in his house, and Chucky was messing with him. And it was basically, you could hear Chucky talking on different smart home pieces of technology in the house. So the thermostat, oh, Andy, and then all of a sudden in an iHome. Andy over here, you know, it was like one of those things. So the TV starts talking to him. So all these different things that are around his house are menacing Andy. And it was, it was Chucky messing with him. So it adds the technology, which we knew was going to probably happen because he's a robot this time. He's not a possessed doll, but uh, kind of added a new dynamic that I hadn't even thought, you know, this is where they could go with this thing. So it was a pretty cool scene. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I'm, I'm a fan of it. So, yeah, yeah, really, really good. Uh, those of you out there that haven't seen it, that are excited for the movie, or maybe you're on the fence, check this out. It's on Bloody Disgusting. I believe I put it up on the Horror Zone Facebook page. Uh, if not, I will get it up there. Uh, really cool little little trailer. So made me even more excited to see it. Um, next piece of business, uh, some more. Eh, not much has come out about this yet, but uh, Candyman's getting closer to filming. It's uh, been announced that it's going to start filming this uh, this August. Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, we've talked about it before. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I, I, yeah. I You know, hey, right now when they're going to be rebooting everything, I'm excited to see it until it flops. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. And they keep calling it a spiritual sequel to the original. I love that they're going to film it where Cabrini Green was 
in Chicago. Uh, now they've gentrified it. They've made it. They torn down the the projects that were there. The buildings are all gone. Um, but uh, it's it's like all little townhomes and this and that. And they've kind of mixed in low income with more wealthy people in this neighborhood. Um, this this is real. This is what really happened. And they're going to be filming it there. So they're going to film it in the same location that the original, but it looks very different now. So I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, a couple things came out that uh, Tony Todd is going to be involved with it. It was the same art. It, it, was, it was a stretch. He has not been announced that he's going to be in it, but there's a lot of rumors that uh, a lot of teases anyway that he's going to be involved. I hope that he is. I mean, he's he's really the only one, in my opinion, that can play Candyman. Right on. I, I'm a guy. I'm with you on that. Um, Terrifier two. Who loves Art the Clown? Everybody loves Art the Clown. Everybody loves Art the Clown. Art the Clown is going to be back. Uh, Terrifier did well enough that the sequel has been funded and it is going to be made. So uh, it's going to be getting this fall. So uh, sometime, I believe, next spring or, or summer, Art the Clown's going to be back on film. Terrifier awesome. 2 is coming. Awesome. I'll be uh, waiting for that one. I know. Me That's too. Sure. Can't wait to see it. Um, speaking of clowns, the trailer for Clown Motel debuted last week. Um, you can see that on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And our friends Ari Lehman and Alyssa Leonard, who we've discussed endlessly on the show. She's going to be on our show here in the next couple of weeks, I'm hoping. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, but She's uh, not busy. Yeah, yeah. Right now she's in California, or, or maybe she's on her way back. i got to get a hold of her. But uh, she really wants to do the show and talk about this movie, and we want to have her. Um, but uh, the movie is available today. Uh, you can find it at Walmart and other places where they sell DVDs or... Stream it? Stream it. Uh, the movie looks pretty cool. What would you think of the trailer? Uh, I thought the trailer was really good. Uh, you know, it's kind of a throwback to, I, you know me, I love those like B-rated, those yeah. B-rated horror movies anyways from like the 70s and early 80s. So it's just, it, it tickles me. That's my, my, my wheelhouse, if you will. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I will probably be uh, watching it this weekend, hopefully, uh, especially before she comes in. Uh, I want to get that in there so I can ask some really, you know. The hard-hitting questions. Not even hard-hitting. I just kind of, <laughs> you know, when you watch a movie, there's always questions that you want to ask. Yeah. and you never get the chance and in this opportunity we are going to get that chance I mean it would have been nice to have her in before but with the day and age it is and it's streaming and stuff you know you can see it anytime so maybe right. this will bring our audience to like hey let's really watch this movie or watch it before wanting to know anything else and if you do see it before and when we announce when she's going to be on uh, or if you've seen any of her other work and we'll, we'll put it out there obviously before we have her on feel free if you've seen it to uh, throw in some questions you know, we're going to have her in studio it's not going to be over the phone or Skype it will actually be in studio so feel free to throw some questions out there and we'd be more than happy to ask her just you know because yeah. I'm, I'm i'm fan of uh getting all the stuff because hey let's be honest i did that over the at scarecon i got to sit there and ask real questions of people i've had for movies for years right so you know I, i'm more than happy to throw that out there for other people because it's, it's cool to hear something because you might have you know you might think that question's been asked a million times, but it might not have been. Right, you right. Because I, honestly, I, I dig deep into a lot of this stuff, and there's questions that I have about things that I know have never been asked. Because I, you know, in the day and age of the internet, I can Google it, and I can't find the answer. So, right. So I, I always like to try to find something else. So yeah, hey, feel free. Well, she should have the answers for you too, oh, because yeah. not only was she in the movie, she produced it. That's right. So that's right. So I, I can't wait. She's very talented. So I can't wait to have her in studio. Like I said, we'll announce exactly when she's going to be when she fits in her schedule. Uh, unfortunately busy actress and producer and writer and right. she's just a little bit of everything yeah so so and she's so young she's only 22 yeah, just I turned I, she i don't even think she's 22 yet she's going to be this month makes me feel like i'm not doing anything i know she's doing more <laughs> than both of us combined i don't know i, I do quite a bit here but y not yeah. that level you do a lot more than i do oh geez you're, you're a good egg you're a good egg. we're happy to have you rich 
Uh, last couple things. Uh, Three from Hell trailer is going to be hitting this Monday, as promised by Rob Zombie himself. Yes, yes. He's so now f- narrowed it down to Monday. Originally yes. it was next week. Now it's just narrowed down to Monday. Yeah. So next week we can talk about the uh, Three from Hell trailer. Can't wait. It's but, long time coming. Can't wait to see this trailer. And I'm sure I will have that up on our Facebook page, HorrorZone607, and our Twitter page, at HorrorZone607, uh, so you guys can view it. And I'm sure it'll be on every other horror and pop culture uh website as well but you can look at ours as well right uh i know you had some news for us too oh yes uh so you know as the resident fan of shutter and no they don't pay us uh if, if they ever wanted to you know plug us that'd be awesome i, I don't even need to get paid uh, you don't even have to pay for my subscription because it pays for itself because they keep doing amazing things we've talked about in the past they've done critters they've gotten some awesome uh shows and and, and movies on there i i suggest highly getting shutter if you're a horror fan if you're listening to this obviously you are so please uh, i would suggest that to you because they've got some really good content on there once again that is not a paid advertisement they do not pay me that is just me being a fan uh, I probably shouldn't plug them because they don't pay us, but I just can't help it because they keep giving us news like this. They have developed a creep show series that will be coming to shutter. If you guys don't remember creep show, well, the original creep show movie came out in 1982. It was, there was a sequel creep show too, and it was an anthology horror movie. So much like the tales from the dark side movie and the twilight zone movie of that era. I think it actually was out before both of them. If I remember correctly, I believe you're right. Uh, so much like those though, if you, cause those are, the more popular kin for you horror fans you probably know it very well it gave us some pretty awesome uh, stories each anthology part of the anthology was directed by a different legend of horror i mean stephen king was in one of them and also directed one of them george romero was a director on one of them uh forgive me i forgot all the directors but they pretty much every segment had a different director heavy hitters they had heavy hitting actors in it because i remember leslie nielsen was in uh, one of them uh, one of the with ted danson remember the one yeah. on the beach so there, there's there's a ton of stuff. If you haven't seen Creepshow, I suggest seeing Creepshow and Creepshow 2. They're both very entertaining. Uh, so the series is going to be in that vein. It's going to be an anthology series. Uh, not anthology like Slasher, which we'll be talking about later, or anthology like American Horror Story, where it's the whole season's the same. It's going to be more like Twilight Zone, where every episode is different. Uh, they've got quite the people. Uh, they've had some more people join. Uh, Stephen King is, is involved in it. He's uh, done some writing, and I don't know if he's directing or not. I can't confirm or deny because they haven't announced that yet. But they announced a couple weeks ago that Adrian Barbeau, who was actually in the original movie, yeah. uh, is back. Also, Giancarlo Esposito and Tobin Bell from Saw fame is in. Adding to that list this week, we added Trisha Helfer, Dana Gould, and David Arquette, who if you listen to uh, 3, 3FN Wrestling, he is the 3FNW champion. We love his son, David Arquette. <laughs> So, also, it has been announced that Tom Savini and his team will be doing the uh, practical movie magic on it, doing all the makeup effects. And also, Tom Savini himself is directing an episode called By the Silver Water of Lake Champlain. And that is based on a story written by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Uh, That's pretty awesome. Uh, Just hearing that alone, uh, the showrunner for this, the head of the show, is Greg Nicotaro from The Walking Dead fame. So, it's got a lot of people uh, involved that are... It's 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 a thing. It's a happening. Uh, how did you, uh, first of all? How did you like those movies, uh, Mike? Um, I actually like the second one more. 
Oh, I'm a fan of the first one. Um, Mostly because I was still afraid of horror movies at the time. And the one where they're out swimming on the dock and the blob thing is under there. I haven't wanted to go in a lake ever since that. I I don't blame you there. Yeah. I mean, the the first one I actually just saw all the way through recently, believe it or not. And it was good. I just, I don't know. There was something about the second one, which probably a lot of people wouldn't agree with me. But um, I I thought the second one was a better film. Just scared me more. Just probably because of that more than anything. All right, and uh, how do you feel about the show? You think that's going to be a good one? I mean, I'm I, I'm looking at what they're putting into it. It looks like they're not, uh, you know, uh, cutting the budget anywhere, right. if you will. Though. It looks like it's got well-funded. Yeah, when I first looked, or first heard about it, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, this isn't going to do well. But, yeah, the, the, the budget that they're putting into it, the, um, the celebrities that they're getting for it, I mean, we're getting real horror movie legends, you know? I mean, Adrienne Barbeau, you know, she was in uh, The Fog. She was in... Um, not that it was really a horror movie per se, but she was in the original Swamp Thing movie. Uh, David Arquette, Deputy Dewey in the Scream series. You know, we're getting we're getting real horror people in this thing, so I'd be interested in seeing it. Absolutely. And we have one last piece of news, and it seems like we talk about this all the time. And then never, well, the lawsuit in the Friday the 13th, we're not going to dive into that again, is getting a lot thicker again. And it looks like we're not, there's no end in sight, let's put it that way. And there's no reason to be bogged down. But our, we endlessly tell you all about the fan films coming out, because that hasn't stopped them. And we have some awesome ones coming out. One of our favorites, though, of all time, I would have to say, was Never Hike Alone. And we can't, can't plug it enough. Uh, you know, I, hopefully someday maybe we can even get uh, uh, an interview with Vincente DeSanti. I, I, I hope I said it right. I hate, yeah, I, 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 close, enough. close enough. Sorry if I butchered your name. I'd, I'd prefer to have you on the show. But uh, Never Hike Alone, you can find it on YouTube. Super good movie. They just reopened up to uh, do a run of DVDs and Blu-rays uh, on Kickstarter, which is over now. Uh, just was a way just to get that out to more people. But you can find it on YouTube. It's free, you know, so go ahead and watch it. It's a little over an hour long. It's really good. And, uh, it was definitely worth it. At the end of it, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it, we get to see uh, Tom, uh, Tommy uh, Jarvis is in it. Yeah, the and actual not just to- Tommy Jarvis, yes. Tom Matthews. Tom Matthews as in. Tommy Jarvis is, right. in, is in it. So basically, they've uh, been teasing since april and we reported on it in april that they were going to make sequels to this that they're going to start funding and start making sequels well they let it out in their uh, twitter twitter account he let it the cat out of the bag and said to hell with this lawsuit who's ready for the friday the 13th showdown of the century ghost jason versus tommy jarvis will happen in the never hike alone sequels exclamation point official announcement coming this fall tom matthews has confirmed that he is going to be in it and reprising the role as tommy jarvis for him uh Vincente, uh wrote, wrote out there to also wrote said if fans were in Impressed with Never Hike Alone one, what we have in store coming up, I think is really going to show the world what fans can do. And I will be supporting the hell out of this. Whenever I know, whenever it can be funded, I will be supporting this. Once again, I hope we uh, can reach out and get an interview when they get closer to putting this out because I love Never Hike Alone. I would love to see it. Great production value. You know what? Yeah. This is a big bucket of win for everybody involved. I know you liked it a lot. Big, yeah. Excellent production value. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait. Really good story. And they're they're talking about the slug the slug fest of the century. We're gonna see it. They're gonna make it happen. And, and if you didn't notice in there, it didn't say seek wool. Said seek wolves. Yeah. So they're looking. He's, Multiple he's, movies. He's got more. He's got more in store for us. And I, I can't wait to see it. Uh, he did such a great job with the first one that I I just can't wait to see it. Uh, but if you guys have any thoughts on any of what we talked about, hey, you can find us on Facebook. 
Horrorzone607. While you're there, make sure you already like our page. If you don't, do it, please. And then share our page, because that would help us out a lot. Also, if you can rate and review, that also helps us out a lot as we're trying to uh, spread our horror wings, if you will, and reach the most people we can. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at at Horrorzone607. I almost gave out the wrong podcast. I, it's, that's what happens when you have too much going on. <laughs> uh, but at Horrorzone607 on Twitter and Instagram for all of our social media to join the conversation because we want to know you're there. Hashtag HZ607. All right. Thanks, Rich. We are going to take our first break right now, uh, but we will be right back after the break and we are going to talk a little bit more horror. You're listening to Horrorzone607. <laughs> Welcome back to the zone, and uh, we're going to do some little Horror Zone 607 review skis right now. I, I think it'll be a fun time to do that. We teased already that we were going to talk about, of course, Brightburn and shine a light on that. And after the end, I'm going to do a little little bit about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. But let's dive right into Brightburn first, shall we, Mike? Absolutely. Uh, I, once again, I saw it this morning, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't have time to see it up until now, and I was told by you and other people that I would enjoy it, and sure enough, I enjoyed it quite a bit. As you guys know, obviously a guy who hosts a show called Three Fat Nerds, and we talk about nerd stuff, I'm going to like comic books, so to see a dark Superman tale, if you will, was pretty awesome, but I think that's doing it an injustice, just saying it's a dark version of Superman. Yeah, you know, that's what I expected. With all the trailers and all the talk leading up to it, I thought it was going to be a dark Superman, dark super hero movie and it was a all-out slasher movie it was it was it was a super slasher movie that does have the elements mind you the kid the kid does have the superman evil superman down uh that he has that abilities he has the laser eyes the super speed the flying the, the super strength you name it he's got the superman abilities however when you boil the movie down it is a straight horror movie it is a straight slasher film there is some gruesome deaths in the movie there's some gruesome scenes in the movie there is actually believe it or not i thought that the suspense and the atmosphere in that movie was tremendous oh spot on i thought i i I, once again i was expecting going in i was expecting okay i heard that i would be happy of the horror elements but i was still like looking at it like even how they've been plugging it on the internet as this dark comic book universe if you will right and i'm like i got to that movie thinking that and like okay there'll be some horror element to it oh no 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 it was a straight horror film with with a superhero twist if you will exactly exactly and um the way that was left open obviously 
because it's not making its money back, right? It needs to make $30 million to win back its budget, from what I understand, between marketing and whatnot. It only had a $6 million budget, but mm. take those other things into consideration. And it's it's only, it's only uh, under $25 million right now. So we're hoping hoping it makes it back so they can actually do more with it because um, it deserves a sequel. I, I have a feeling that the sequels are going to be more campy and more, you know... Maybe. Kind of out there. One of the things that they discussed... Now, I've never seen the movie. Maybe you have. Uh, but there was another movie that Gunn did called super super yeah yeah starring rain wilson. wilson um i've never seen that movie i there's, need to because i heard it's great not only that there's nods in this movie there were nods to it the diner i the guess diners got the same last name him. as the character if you look at the uh those we're gonna talk a small amount of spoilers here yeah so, this isn't so, giving so, away so, much it's not gonna give away much i'm not gonna we you know on this show we tend to not give away the, like ton of spoilers we'll give you like the synopsis and stuff which i'm gonna go into in a minute but since you mentioned that let's just jump to this small amount of spoilers at the end as any movie there is end scene stuff during the right at the end not at the end of the, the yeah there's the, no posting credits there is there is right in the beginning of the posting they show uh different if you will superhero killer like right. stuff if you will so there is something that resembles aquaman like a dark aquaman if you will right and then there was a female one that kind of like a dark wonder woman yeah if you said will. a woman was choking a person with a yeah, rope and they called her a uh, yeah oh, an invisible rope even and yeah they said and they said they put her akin to a witch but if you look at the lower left hand uh part on the screen because they show multiple things and it's during a, a podcast uh slash youtube show done by michael rorker of all people which michael is, rorker yeah rorker, yeah it was best. so good. It was so, and he looks like an insane. It was basically an Alex <laughs> yeah. Jones. It's an Alex Jones esque show that they show at the end, and he's just yelling and screaming, and it's great. But uh, and the bottom right corner, it shows what appeared to me to be Rain Wilson in his super costume, which looks a lot like the Flash costume, which is what it was. And I was like, wait a minute. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh wow. Not only was there a bunch of Easter eggs that this is tied into that universe, it looks like it really is tied in. So maybe all of these superhuman killers if you will horror killers are going to have uh, a person trying to get them which would be rain wilson uh who is n not the perfect super uh, superhero if you've seen super which is pretty it's a pretty awesome movie i do suggest that i know it's not really a horror movie but it's definitely a watch that's really fun yeah i heard that it was much more of a comedy than anything so yeah. when i mentioned that to a couple people then i know they're like oh, it was a comedy that's no way that's, that's, that's you know that that's what they're going to do i was like well that's what i'm hearing the rumors are that he's going to be the superhero to combat these things mm -hmm. so that's um, a rumor and, I, and, and yeah. there's a lot of easter eggs to that uh, it, it'll take the slasher element out of that if it goes forward but to jump back in the story, really is not much to tell about the synopsis because it really is. It's uh, two people who can't have a child, and then and, I mean it opens right up with it, and you saw it in the trailers. And then uh, a ship crashes, much a la Superman, and there's a baby, and they raise this said child. Now, instead of Superman, who you know wanted to defend humanity, as this child reaches of age, if you will, yeah, it's right after his twelfth birthday. Yep, right after his twelfth birthday, he starts hearing voices, and it draws him to the, the the ship he was brought in. That then speaks to him and tells him that he needs to take the world. Yes, and so you go on a th and people who have wronged him and so on and so forth, or feel like he's he's being wrong. He then you know starts to um, uh, let's not even church it up. He starts to kill them. <laughs> yeah, it's in in his slasher style deaths i mean uh, this is not a spoiler because the scene is out there if you saw the red band scene that they put out as a trailer of the diner where the lady's 
eye is penetrated. We talked about it on this podcast yeah. by the glass, and she pulls it out. What a disturbing scene! And yeah, it was. then when you see what happens to her, which is you know this is not a spoiler because you obviously see what happened in that. Later on, you find out what really happens to that lady, yeah. and that is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. I thought the eye was bad, but seeing that, I'm like, oh man, this is straight yeah. on Texas Chainsaw Massacre levels of gore and and unbelievability. I don't know. I, did you feel the same? And basically, that's how the movie goes. And I'm not going to spoil the rest of the synopsis because that's all you need to know because the rest of it is actually really is a neat, really cool package. You don't, it doesn't end. Let's just put it this way: it does not end the way you would think the movie should would end. It's not your normal movie. It looks like it's going that way, and then the swerve at the end, I I thought was phenomenal. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I don't know this movie. Get out there! It's still in theaters. Thank God. Because um, it hasn't done very well, like no, we talked no. about. I don't know that it'll be there this weekend at this point. Um, maybe smaller, like dollar fifty yeah, cinemas and then, stuff. Just go go see, see the movie. It is worth it. If you listen to our show and we hope you like what we say, trust us. I haven't heard a bad review of this movie yet. Not not from fans. Not, not from fans. Critics are were very harsh on it, but like fans are loving this movie, especially horror fans. Yeah, uh, some of the comic book fans weren't so much, but that's because. Once again, they marketed it as this dark comic well, book movie, and it's not. It's a straight horror movie. So I can see if you're not if you're squeamish on the horror, not seeing this movie. There's there's a good reason why Derek didn't want to go see this movie with me, and he was going gun ho. He was like, oh, you know, it's just dark Superman. I can right. go, I can deal with that. And then he saw that red band uh, trailer scene. He checked and was out. like, yeah, I can't go. <laughs> well, I think that one of the reasons that maybe it's it's done poorly. Like I'll just give an example. My girlfriend's brother in law, huge comic book fan. He's the one that made me sit there and watch all of the Avengers, the Marvel Universe movies. I had never seen any of them, and he made me sit there and watch all of them right up through Endgame. And um, he messaged me a couple of weeks before it came out. He goes, so what's about what's up with this Brightburn? He goes, this, this better be a Superman story. This is a Superman story, right? I was like, well, more or less. He goes, no, no, really, this is, this is about you know Superman, isn't it? I was like, no, it's they're basically stealing the idea and making a horror movie out of it, and it looks awesome. He goes, I think this looks terrible. They, how could they do this to Superman? You can't make him a villain. You, you can't but make him a slasher. It's, but it's not Superman. Exactly. It's not. It's, it's not. just similar elements to it. But It's a similar story. You feel comfortable with that story, and that's, yeah. that's the cool part about it. That's what I uh, That's what I dug about it. Uh, I can't say enough good. I, I mean, if me you, either. If you ask me on, uh, on my scale, leaving the theater today, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I would give it an eight out of ten. Oh, you go to an eight? Yeah, I do, do seven and a half. Uh, you know me; I'm usually a little harder on it. But seven and a half in my book. If you were going, if you were listening to our, and I, I'm sure I'll talk about this on the Three Fatners podcast too. If you were listening to uh, that podcast, we do our meter of one to five, and it's not even like uh, it's not a score; it's just whether you should see it or not. You know, one being like no, don't go see it, and then five being certified nerd. I would put this at definitely a solid four, which four there is just take my money. Right. Go see this movie, see it again when it comes out it's actually a really entertaining I would watch this movie again that's when, whenever anything peaks over 7 for me 7 and above on my scale is always something I will watch again yeah the way I think about movies is if it's great if it's something I consider great that means I'll either in the past buy it on DVD which I still do I have a big DVD collection or now buy it on some kind of a streaming service right, right. absolutely I'm going to own oh, this movie once oh, it's yeah. out because it, it's something I want to watch again and again and, and again. I would it love to see what they did with extras 
Yeah. Uh, I would love to see some There's got to be some cool stuff in there. But yeah, I definitely... So together, seven and a half and eight, trust me, it's it's a great movie. It's worth Go seeing see if it. you're a horror fan. If, Check it out. Yeah, don't get scared away about the dark comic. And if you're a comic book fan who loves horror movies as well, if you like both horror and comic... This is a marriage made in heaven for you. It really is. This is the first time that we've been down this road. And I understand somebody's going to say glass or whatever. But this is the first time it's a real horror movie. I'm sorry, Split was not a real horror movie. I mean, no, it was a was thriller, a, it was maybe. A thriller. I, I, I will talk about it as horror. It is akin. It's yeah. a dark comic book. That's not what this movie is. No. This movie is a slasher movie. If this came out in the 1980s, it would have fit right in there with Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers and Jason. Yeah, it you would have at have least, at the very least. Franchise. A franchise as well as you know a huge cult following. Absolutely. And in this day and age, it's a shame. And that's why I said I hope that somebody takes a chance on doing another one of these because I think there's a lot of money to be made in this franchise. Whether it's on Netflix or Amazon or somebody like that picks up to make that sequel because I'm telling you man I w- I'd love to see the story continue and they definitely leave it open for that and to add on to this universe right and that's something that uh, doesn't happen successfully nowadays uh, real quick I do want to talk and I know you didn't see it uh, I want to talk about Godzilla King of the Monsters I've said it on the show a bunch of times I said it anybody who wants to listen I am a huge kaiju fan I love Godzilla movies I'm, I'm even back to the rubber suit Godzilla days <laughs> I, I, I just I, it's one of the things I enjoy I love King Kong movies Godzilla and so Godzilla when it came out the last one when it was 2014 I do believe it was I believe so yes in 2014 when the the revamped you know American version not the crappy one that, the Brian you know, Cranston one yeah 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 the Brian Cranston one was great I'm not talking about way back in the day this was the first time that an Americanized Godzilla movie was good was in 2014 so I was happy to see the sequel and it did not disappoint people uh, the lot right now, if you want to check it out, I do believe as of last I checked right before the show started, eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes from fans. Critics are kind of being rough on it; it's down to like a fifty percent, and the critics are kind of criticizing it for, and that's why I kind of want to talk about it. Criticizing it for a weird reason. They're saying that it was all uh, monsters fighting, which would be fine anyways, because hence it's called Godzilla, King <laughs> of the Monsters, and no human uh, element, like drama element. And I, I don't think that's true. I, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. And I was telling Mike about this, and he's, he's not really a fan of it, but Millie Bobby Brown was amazing in this movie. Uh, there was such a great dynamic between the family. There was uh, uh, O'Shea Jackson, uh, Ice Cube's son, is in it. He was, he was uh, said, the right one-liners at the right time to kind of give that as He he was that guy in the movie. He was a military guy. But his one-liners were just in the right places. It was perfectly timed. And the and listen, the monster fights, I, some of the best monster fights I've ever seen. I've, I actually, I left the theater and I said there probably is no better monster fight uh, than what we saw there. And I mean, they have everybody. They have King Ghidra. They got Rodan. They have, you know, obviously Godzilla. It's a Godzilla movie. They have Mothra. Oh, man, the, the, the way Mothra looks, phenomenal. I can't say enough good stuff about how Mothra looked. I, I just can't go too far. It's just a, such a good movie. Uh, originally, I gave it a 7. I've actually bumped it up to an 8 after really thinking about it. 8 out of 10 is where I'm at on uh, Godzilla King. Actually, no, I gave it a 7.5 originally. I bumped it up to an 8 because after really thinking about it, I liked it just slightly more than I liked Brightburn. Not saying anything bad about either movie because I would own both movies. Uh, I cannot wait till Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, no, it's not really a spoiler at the end of this movie because we already know what's coming out next year. Godzilla vs. King Kong is. Right. It's already got a date. Uh, I'm just saying at the end of this movie, they definitely uh, get that ball rolling. Uh, not that you, you don't ever see King Kong. That's, that could be a spoiler, I guess. But there's like uh, the beginning of the uh, they're doing the they're doing a cover of Go Go Godzilla. 
Okay. <laughs> and and uh, as that's going on, right in the beginning, they're doing different newspaper articles and stuff and TV things of all the monsters and what's happened after the monsters going to Skull Island. And uh, there's like subtle nods to like King Kong and Godzilla. One of the lines on one of the headlines said, uh, who needs a king when you have a god? And uh, then another one was a old cave painting and it was King Kong and Godzilla. And that's what it ended on. And I'm just like, they're not nice. even trying to bury the lead. So, I mean, obviously, we already know that's coming, and it's got a date in 2020. So, I can't wait for that, because if, if it's even a third as good as this movie, it's it would be a phenomenal movie. It's a quick turnaround, too, for a movie like this, with that kind of a budget and the monsters and stuff, to be one year later. They must be well, they must have been working on it, like, side by side. They were, because what what really was, this is the sequel to Godzilla. Godzilla, King of the Monsters was. And the God, King Kong versus Godzilla is actually a sequel to the Kong, Kong movie. Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Yeah. And which I really enjoyed that as well. Yeah, I saw most of that. I did like it. So I, I, I once again, I'm in. So Brightburn got a seven and a half out of ten for me. Mike gave it an eight out of ten. I gave Godzilla: King of the Monsters an eight out of ten. Both of them are go see those movies. Uh, Godzilla's obviously made a little more money. I'm so if you had to choose between the two, let's help Brightburn out a little more. I'm just gonna throw that out there because I want to see more. Because trust me, after you see that movie, you trust you're gonna want to see more in that Absolutely. franchise. Godzilla, still see it, especially if you love those kind of movies. It's, it's really good. A lot of action, a lot of good stuff going on. But once again, if you guys have seen it and you want to comment, once again, I'll just leave it out there. Facebook, Horizon 607 Twitter and Instagram, at Horizon 607 Hashtag HC607 to uh, join the conversation. And uh, we're going to take another break, uh, the last one actually, and then we're going to get into a really cool conversation about Slasher Season 3. I just finished watching it this week. Mike had watched it right when it came out because it only came out, what, a week before that? Yeah, about two weeks ago. So we've charged through it. We've watched it. It makes me want to talk about it. So Talking Horror is going to be all about Slasher Season 3. You can call a review if you want or you can call it I think we give you enough time there will be spoilers in that one because uh, we, we definitely need to talk some of this out because I, I, I thought it was phenomenal yeah, not even very well. it's phenomenal so uh, we'll be right back and you're listening to Horror Zone 607 to the zone so as rich was mentioning before we took our last break uh there was a, a series on netflix uh, that uh it had its third season debut um about two weeks ago uh the series is called slasher great 
term. It's about slashers. It's an anthology series. Um, yeah, I think we've maybe mentioned it a couple times on the show, but season one, fantastic. It actually came out when the Chiller Network was still around. They produced it. And when Chiller went defunct, Netflix picked it up. Uh, ended up doing a season two, which was very underwhelming. Um, I had a few of the people that were in season three in it, so you'll recognize them. I know Rich has not seen seasons one and two. No, no. Uh, Season two, you'll recognize some people. Um, But then season three came out, and wow, I ended up watching most of it the night that it came out. Um, As soon as I got done watching episode one, there's eight episodes in the season. As soon as I got done watching episode one, I messaged the guys from Horror Zone, both Rich and Ron. I was like, wow, you guys are going to love this. This is brutal. You guys are going to love this. Yeah, when I watched it, I binged through all but, like literally in one sitting, I watched all but one and a half episodes. I made it because I had to go do something. So I only made it halfway through the next to last episode. And then I, the next time I watched that episode and a half and I was like, it was, it was one of those. I couldn't stop watching. Same here. Like, it just kept the rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper. Uh, I think the best way to describe it before going into synopsis is uh, I think you liked how I explained it. It's like saw and scream had a baby. Yeah. Cause like it's got this whodunit level of a scream. It's got this backstory, even almost like I know. I know what you did last summer in Scream, even yeah. Because there's a there's a backstory, uh, a killing. Uh, it's not spoiling anything. We're not going to really talk too many spoilers. I mean, there will be some. I did say, but we're going to try to not like give anything away. We're definitely not going to give away the killer because that's that's you guys to find that on your own. But right. Uh, there's there's a background story like it opens with a, a murder that happened a year prior to when it's taking place. There's a lot of cool flashbacks by the way in this movie. That yeah, I there was. was cool building characters. It really did. It was. I great thought that co- was going to bother me too because there was it was a lot of yeah. it, but it did it well. But great character development. That's yeah. why I liked it because there's good character development. But anyways, there's this murder that happens. The guy is kind of a douchey party uh, guy. He's bisexual. He treats everybody like shit. Uh, it, it's it, it, the only reason the bisexuality plays a role is because sex is a big part of why everything happens. Yes, like his sex addiction is really what spurns everything, uh, which you will find out. So and he's also a drug addict. So he's a drug addict. He's a, he's kind of like a, a man whore, and he's and he goes both ways. And once again, it builds all the suspense. Uh, he gets murdered, and they open right up with it. So you, you guys see it. When you see it, you're going to be like, they did that on a TV show. They open <laughs> up with that. Then you go to a year later, and you find out that all these people that lived in this building who did not help him on the night that he got murdered, uh, You know, they're not exactly the best of people. They all live like secret, weird lives. And even some of them that you like initially, you find are kind of like dirty, if you will. And that's where the Saw aspect comes in, because obviously, with the title Slasher, people start to die. And you start to really realize that these people kind of deserve it in a way. So that's where Saw came in. Like, they're not innocent. Uh, You know, the first person that goes, uh, you know, I I, I won't tell you who it is, but the first person who goes, you find out is a crime, is is, is a in the criminal underworld if you will <laughs> like you nobody knows this they just think he's a piece of crap that beats his wife and then he gets the, the axe <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> and then hint hint yeah, yeah big that was a heavy hint and then you know there's this really bitchy girl who treats the there's a muslim girl on the show and she treats her like shit and she's a real whore and you and you know she's in the show and you, you yeah know, i was disappointed with that that girl was hot yeah <laughs> i'm sure you were <laughs> you know and she, you know then you find out that she ties into 
the, the, the gentleman that was tied killed a year earlier. Right. And then there's uh, this gay pride guy who helps people out who are closeted and such. And you find out he has something. He's really sweet. I, I, I really yeah. did. I did like he, his character. Just to get off topic a little bit, when I got done with the series, I tweeted, you've got to see this show. The show is awesome. It's brutal. He was one of the ones. Him, the producer of the show, the executive producer and the writer all immediately liked my post and retweeted it. Oh, that's so, sweet. Yeah, yeah but that guy was the first one that oh, did. Oh, yeah. I, he's so good. Yeah, uh, he was Angel. good. Well, and Hal. Yeah, he's so great and he's he's amazing and he plays his role super well. Uh, but yeah, he's he you find out that he was kind of in love with the guy who got killed in the first year, you know, that that first guy we were talking about that sets the whole story up. And, you know, and you, you go through his whole thing as well. There's this uh, married couple who are having problems that comes into play uh, quite a bit. But the woman is like uh, YouTube slash blogger. She that's what she's trying. Yeah, to Yeah, she's a vlogger and she's very brutal and she's was very horrible on on that and then there's another incident that happens uh where somebody kills themselves at this place after that murder happened yeah related to it all tying in once again i'm trying not to give away too much but at the same time it's kind of was and she really got faint like internet famous if you will she's not huge but she has a few like i think it was a few thousand followers but some of them were bought it's yeah, kinda, she bought most of it them. it was weird because she gets into it with the, the the gay guy Anne hell and once again like i said i think he's my favorite character yeah i, I really like this character that's why too. i go back that's why i keep going back because i think he, he's one of my favorite characters and and there's he there's was the a, strongest character i want to point out in the first in the first parts of the season he was my pick for killer for a minute because he had that he had that mystery around him. He had that mystery around him. Well, that was the brilliance of the series, though, is that Everybody, you just don't know who man. it was. In season two, I'll, I'll give it that. Season two, I kind of figured it out by the end, but it was I didn't know because it was written well enough. As poor as I felt like season two was written, that part of it was written well enough that I couldn't quite figure it out. Season one, same thing. It's a lot of, boy, is it this person? Boy, is it this person? You boy, switched is it this person? ten different times. Yeah, season one, I figured out the soonest, but, um, season, season, but season three, I couldn't figure it out. Season three, I did took me about I had halfway my or three quarters. I, I mean, every I was a suspect of a lot. Halfway, three quarters of the way through, I figured out what was what. Well, what would end up being like? You know, I, I can't give it away. It's, it's so right. hard to talk about it without doing it. But without giving it away, I, I, I definitely wanted to see you guys to see this. But I kind of figured out at least part of what was going on about halfway, three quarters of the way through, and right. it was the, the payoff was good. Uh, I, even with that said, I didn't get the full story. Because there's like there was a there was still a curveball at the end. I was like, what the yeah. hell? Uh, you know, you have Dan, who's the racist guy, mind you. This building has the Muslim family in it. It's got the gay guy in it. Yeah. It's got all sorts. Of, uh, the, the, this guy's like a, a white les- supremacist. There's a lesbian family in it. He's the father of Cassidy, who is the the blonde mean girl high school senior that we were talking about. It's her father, and he's a racist piece of garbage. Yeah, I just want to point out that's Tori Spelling's real life husband, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Dean some, McDermott? Yeah, I believe. Isn't it? yeah, yeah. But he's he's actually he was super good in that yeah. too. By the way, and did you catch in a couple of episodes the cameo the the homeless man? Yeah, Bill Mosley. Oh yeah, Bill the great Mosley. Bill Mosley was in this show as well. We can't forget to mention him. Yeah, he's and he's got a he's got a disgusting part of the show as well. Yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, you have you have so much. There's the Asian girl who's into VR, and that's what she does. She VR tests, and her her husband is a coffee, coffee shop, shop owner. hipster owner. <laughs> he's a he's a hipster, and he's he right down with the wax oh, mustache. So he's he's such he's 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 so douchey. But anyways, as you go through the show, I really like. The character development was great, and there's very few characters that you actually like on this show. Yeah. Like, so when they get the axe, you're like, 
don't know why. No. Uh, there's a couple of them that I mean, it, 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 there's a couple of them that I felt bad about. Yeah, uh, same here. The the Joe, who is the husband of the blogger, uh, you know, obviously I gave away he's not the killer, but he uh, he was uh, he was he was conflicted. I loved his character build. It, 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 when you see it, you'll be like, wow, that's kind of amazing how the character went. Yeah. But I just didn't feel like he deserved it. He was he was too nice, if you will. There was a few of them, like you said, that I felt that way about. Most of them did, but uh, just excellent character development. Uh, um, great actors oh, yeah. in in the series. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know how they they didn't do this well because I think most of the same people were involved with season two. But my God, this was a great series. And uh, again, it's eight episodes. I want to say they were about an hour a piece, fifty uh, minutes a piece, right about an hour, right forty five minutes even, something like that. Um, so it's a quick watch. You're not going to want to stop watching it when you do watch it. And you know, there's been more and more attempts at horror TV series. Um, and this has got to be my favorite that I've seen of all of them. I, I really liked, um, as I've said on the show before, um, the, the TV series version of the purge. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, there's been a, a lot different of beast. different kind of a beast, but still, you know, we'll put it in the horror genre. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, no, but, no, no, but it's, it's definitely a horror show, but it's a different beast than this show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. altogether this, different. But this one was purge, just so purge, well done. What they did well with the purge is that you, you see the violence in your head because they did a good job of like doing it off screen, right? And they, they were really <laughs> there was cool. nothing off yeah. screen about this. There's this is in your face. the The title slasher, yeah, yeah. If this was yeah. on, like, say, uh, the CW, oh, <laughs> they wouldn't have gotten away with oh, it. Oh, they couldn't have done any of this stuff. Wow, on the CW. Oh, I didn't expect God. as much violence as there was in the the content that there was, even though it was on Netflix. I, I didn't expect it. It blew me away. Uh, well, you know, I, I'm just going to say, because when you watch the opening, you'll see it. But the opening murder that, that everything kind of resolves around is is very underwhelming. It's just a knifing. And it's not really like a brutal knifing. It's it's just a knifing. Well, he right? got him pretty good. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it's still not like, it's nothing that's like crazy, though. Right. Then you very quickly realize that oh, this is not going to be how it is because it gets uh, it gets better. Uh, I did give you a little hint of the axe. Uh, somebody uh, somebody in the show meets their end via sulfuric acid. Uh, somebody on the show gets uh, what what other uh, somebody gets uh, uh, pretty much scalding hot boiling water shoved down their gullet after something even more <laughs> even after yep. something more brutal happens to them before that. I mean, it's 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 rough. Yeah, it's rough, and it looked real, and it looked real as hell. Very real. Maybe I they mean, really killed the actors. I and don't know. Uh, we were talking about like there is a scene where you know you see this other family is involved, and and there was a suicide involved after that initial incident that kind of plays a big major role in the story arc. That suicide for the squeamish at heart is a suicide by via fire. Yeah, and they. Actually, not in the first one. They they don't show the second time they show like a flashback of it. You get to see a good portion of uh, somebody on fire. Yeah, and then you yeah. get to see the person, the aftermath in another episode. Like they don't shy away from the shots, man. No, very brutal, very brutal, 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 and again, just very, very well filmed and uh, directed and acted. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with this show at all. This show, man, I I give this show an easy eight out of ten. The I, 
I, this season. This yeah, this season, season of it. I haven't watched the other two. I, I'm now going to – you told me season one is good. You told me season two not so much. I'm now excited to go back and watch those seasons. Yeah. I don't know season if Season one in particular you really like. I don't know if it's going to live up to this. This is pretty, pretty After awesome. seeing this, I'm going to go back and I want to watch season one again. Now, keep in mind that the killings that happened in it, it was when it was on Chiller, which was a, yeah. a cable network. So it's very tame compared to this. So now after after seeing this, you may disagree. The storyline is still really good. No, no. But you know but, me. I like story. I, I can take yeah. all because I love The Purge. Yeah. The Purge, there's really no on-screen kills, period. Uh, the TV show we're talking right, about. Right, right, right. Uh, and that's what made that really awesome. That's why I can't wait till the second season because they did came up with really cool ways. Like, I mean, the guy that's getting drugged behind the car on the purge, you see it in the night vision camera, right. the heat seeking camera. Sorry, so you don't see him, you just see the heat signature, but you know what's happening in your head. Exactly. You know? And this is the opposite of that. This is you see it. It's in your it's in your face. It's brutal. You see the aftermath. I mean, oh, what can I say? Death by blender. <laughs> that's right. That happened too. Death that by Blender. Too. Wait till you see that. You, oh you want to talk God. about? Oh, brutal, it's not for the man. faint of heart. Oh no! If but, you're squeamish at all and you have a hard time with gore, this it may not be for you. But man, is it good! If you listen to this show and you like slasher movies the way we like slasher movies, check it. This out. show is made for you. It is it, the name slasher is not a false advertisement. It is definitely a slasher. It's a show, but it's it, it, it would fit into a slasher movie. Oh yeah. The fact that it's a show and that it runs just shy of eight hours, I would say, because we'll, we'll just say it's roughly an hour a piece, eight episodes. Yeah, it was like an eight-hour slasher you movie. You get to and it and it's not slow though. No, it's not slow. You think it would bog down? It does not. And that bog was one down. of the things I'll say about the previous seasons: is they start hot and they kind of tail off because they're trying to like tell stories and this and that. That did not happen in the season. You'll see when you watch it. You still, you still get all the character development that you can ask for without bogging down. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, it's not like everybody's dying every two seconds, but there, every episode has a kill to two kills an episode. Yeah, easy. And then every episode, it, it keeps you in. Th- entertained yeah even though it was entertaining it was full of action there's 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 atmosphere there's suspense and then there's a lot of character development that's the nice part about being longer than an hour and a half movie is that it's lots of character development so you really get to know the people and it's awesome that way like i said the best way to describe this show is saw meets uh scream right because you you, you're trying to figure out who's the killer but at the same time and and it's a slasher you know slasher through and through and then you have the other end of that is that the people kind of deserve it yeah at the end of the day you don't feel bad for too many people no i agree i agree 100 percent if i was scoring this now i notoriously you know i try to keep like a really really good horror movie when i score it like if it's something i think is amazing eight eight and a half very rarely will i do a nine i don't think i've ever given a 10 out of 10 so this might be a little deceptive you know i don't want to compare it to movie scoring when i do it it's more you know kind of against that but more tv series i give this a nine out of ten so well see i, I didn't i didn't rate it as a, a movie either because yeah. as a movie you never get the kind of character development you get in this you wouldn't because they didn't have time to do it but this yeah. did very but it high did it so well very high man I, i'm glad that this is a series and not a movie because i love that character development yeah same and they here. did a very good job and I, I i hope they make a season four and i hope they just stay pushing that course that they did in season three i'm not saying the exact same thing but like what you've set, good character development, good atmosphere, and, and good kills. If you keep that, I yeah. will be a fan forever. Yeah, I, I think they can forever. do it. And it was highlighted quite quite a bit, you know, especially the first weekend. It was it was like the top thing that came up on Netflix. So I, I'm hoping it did well, um, that it's getting the download so they do make a season four. It's got to because the season, second season, it really wasn't good. 
and it did well enough that they made this. I I can see them making a fourth one. I want to see it continue on because it is it was excellent. I also want to point out though it, it was very uh, it, it is the term that kids use these days. It was very woke as well. They had a very diverse cast. Like yeah. I said, you know you have a lot a of bi- inclusion. You have a, you have a bisexual person in the show. You have a gay person. You have Muslims on the show. You have you know uh, people of color, people of Latin descent, people yep. all sorts. You have everybody. Everybody. You know you have the Asian girl. You have you know you you, you go across the board they had ever a little bit of you can find something of yourself now mind you you might not agree with their characters because like i said at some point you're like man that person was a real douche but at the same point in juncture you you if you you know if you belong to a different group you can't say it was a whitewashed uh show it was very well diverse i i like that yeah because that too. gives a lot of that gives a lot of uh different angles to it you know you don't just have one perspective you have many uh, that, so I like that portion of it, but I also like the fact that it wasn't afraid to, you know, even probably take some heat. Yeah, because they weren't kind to certain things. They weren't like trying to step, you know, tiptoe around some social political no, they agenda. Went all out. They yeah. went all in, and I mean, it, at the end of the day, there is a really cool message. When you see the ending, there is a really cool message of unity. I yeah. will say that there is a subset of that, but at the same time, how you get there is 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 never it's not always pretty and it's just like life and i was like man this right here is done better if you showed i mean obviously you can't show in schools because it's pretty brutal but (laughs) yeah if you were to take this to people and be like hey this is why we need to get along this is why we need to you know look at this like you can see yourself and you can see where pre cognitions about people and things don't always pay off I'm telling you, man, you'd, you'd be, you, you, the world would be better. I agree. Cause I, and it's weird because I'm usually not on that soapbox. You know me. I hate when they go too far. But I don't believe that they delivered that message with uh, – they didn't, they didn't go out of their way for that message. It's just the message is there. Yeah. And it's, that's what made it cool because they, they never were like on the soapbox going, you need to behave this way and you need to do this and this is wrong and this is bad. Never that. But at the end of the day, you took that message away like, man – the way the way you make it out, the way you survive, is uh, to unite, and it's two people. Uh, well, I, it's multiple people, I should say, that come out of this that you would be like, well, why would they get along? Yeah, and it's is when you see who you you see who survives and how they survive, and even like leading into that final, and some of the people who meet my, who perish, but were there, and and how they get like how they take what their precognition and what they believed about somebody and they change and you're like man this is great and it does it in a way that's not didactic right like you never really see that when you see two people and i wish i could still go into better detail right that's why i'm just asking because i want you guys to see it uh when when you see what the people it's just it's it's, it's really cool and I, I i dug that there was a message in it but didn't feel didactic because so many times when you have a message in something it feels very like i'm on my soapbox now right so by very forced it. yeah and that's not what this was so no. i agree i agree Great watch. Uh, once again, uh, you know, I, I guess I'll, uh, we'll start wrapping up here as we do. Uh, hey, guys, check us out. Uh, first of all, you know, hey, I've already put it out there. Join our conversation on all our social medias. I'll put it a step further. If you already don't like our page on uh, Facebook, please do. It's HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Real easy and simple. Please like and share that page. Help us spread it out. If you do both of those things, awesome. Thank you so much. But could you uh, take a minute out of your time to rate and review that page as well? Because that, that actually really helps us out. Also, if you're on Twitter and Instagram, we're at HorrorZone607 on both. Uh, Once again, follow us. 
you know, make that happen. Uh, and I cannot stress enough on all the social medias, hashtag HZ607 to join the conversation. Check out 8122productions.com while you're at it. You can actually stream and download all of our shows from there while visiting everything else we do here at 8122productions. Also, there's reviews up and stuff, and there's a lot more stuff coming very soon. Uh, with this move to the studio, part of that was like a lot of video elements and other elements. We have a, a little home office, if you will, yeah, to do. work out of now, which is pretty awesome. And when we start decorating, and you see some of the stuff come to fruition in the next few weeks and months, uh, you, I think you guys are going to be very happy and impressed, especially you guys who have been on for the, the long haul. And uh, Thank you so much. Uh, so I see a tripod right to my left here, Yes, actually. there is. There is a tripod in this room. Uh, also, uh, I want to plug out, currently, uh, the YouTube channel is 8122 production so go search that there's some horizon 607 stuff up there it's very laid back now you know get your subscription in please do some liking help us out right now trust me we'll be building off of that and in the very near future there's some really big things going to be hitting youtube for us at this show and 8122 productions as a whole uh as the producer of most of this stuff i you know want to kind of plug that but also plug this show man it's help support us there's some big things that can happen in this show uh and we we love doing it we don't really ask you you know we don't ask you for your money uh we will be here to give you your entertainment and our points of view no matter what but you know hey help us out with uh you know taking that time to just click a button you know because that would help us more than you know agreed all right uh, and before i wrap things up i just want to mention there was a little bit of news uh that came out we don't know what it's going to be yet jason reitman is teasing there's a uh, fan fest a ghostbusters fan fest this coming saturday and he's gonna have a little treat for us fans no. don't know what it's going to be yet don't know if it's going to be another teaser don't know if it's going to be some casting news maybe some of the actors will actually be there and he'll announce that they're going to be in the movie that way uh so just wanted to kind of point that out it was something that i noticed after we did the news section so well, uh, we'll, ghostbusters news coming this weekend ghostbusters 3 news i should say and we'll keep our eye on it and uh we'll be uh posting stuff up to the social media so Absolutely. stay tuned to that uh because uh, definitely we'll definitely be giving reaction to news on when that happens and goes down right hopefully it's something big i hope so too all right so that's the show for this week we hope you enjoyed it we thank you so much for listening week in and week out and we will be back next week with another episode of horror zone 607 take care guys